everyone. Welcome back to a Niners Purpose podcast. Today I'm joined by... What's up? It's Duncan. It's Nathan. And I'm your host, Tanner. And today Nathan's going to be introducing us with a quote. All right. So this quote is a, um old Chinese proverb. You guys have probably heard it, but it's um the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. This quote's about goals, goals and sticking to your, uh, your, uh, your intuition, your motivation and being self-disciplined. And on top of that, it's about your goals in a way of, yeah, you can sit here and say, oh, I wish I would have done that. Like I, I know a whole lot of people that are older than us that say, oh, I wish I would have done gymnastics when I was little, or I wish I would have learned how to play piano or something like that. And it's always, I wish I would have, but it's like, well, you can't do that now. So you might as well start and you're never too old to start. It's like half, half of the enjoyment of it is just learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want that skill desperately, or you just want that skill at all, you're, you're going to, you're going to do it. And so that's, that's the point. So I personally relate to this quote a whole lot because I believe I've talked about um, this, the summer transcendence uh, that I kind of had where mm -hmm. I created these rules. And so one of my rules is actually don't regret having not done something, at least regret doing it mainly because, you know, if you regret doing it, there's usually a way to reconcile that regret. But mm -hmm. if you only regret not having done it, you know, there's no easy way of going, well, how am I going to fix this? Yeah. And another thing that kind of goes off of that is I think that Nathan and I are both kind of going mm -hmm. into this right now. Uh, I was like, you know, what, for November, Let's just go on a protein diet. Just see how that works. Because, you know, Nathan's trying to lose weight and I'm just kind of, I, I have multiple motivations for it. One of them is I want to see if I have self-discipline. to do. Um, but then there's other like motivations in there too. And so these are all things that we could have done it uh, forever ago. We're kind of curious about it now. Let's just do it. Let's pick a date. Say protein go. only. It's uh, the carnivore diet. Yeah. Oh. So for the most part, since we are college students, like it's a slightly modified. Uh, it, it's modified in the, like the slightest ways. Yeah. It's kind of like um, with keto, you, you can't have certain spices and certain like yeah. dips because they have uh, starches in them. But for that purpose, we were like, that's the modification we're going to make is the spice, the spice yeah. rule, which is just, honestly, I think that would have been ridiculously yeah. hard. Like yeah. it, it's already going to be, taxing enough self-discipline wise. A lot of people that have done it have uh, said that their joints have way less achy joints, way less buildup. You already suffer from achy joints. Yeah. Yes. Well, arthritis runs in my family, <laughs> like, um, like water runs through a hose. Yeah. So there's also the energy concept, which mm -hmm. actually, you know, tie back to the last episode, you know, <laughs> mentally awake. So um, when you're on a protein diet, I believe it's called ketosis. And so essentially yep. what happens is, your body uh, metabolizes the protein into energy, but it's a lot more of a stable uh, stream. And so like, there's no, you know, right after lunch, I have calc. Oh crap. I'm about to pass out. You're not going to experience yeah, that. The, it's because there's no insulin spike. Yeah. There's no uh, fast acting sugars. So all of your calories come from slow burn. The thing about ketosis too, is that it also pulls um focuses to pull your fat yeah. a lot more. So like the benefits for me is that, your fat is a little bit easier to burn than some of those, you know, complex protein structures in mm -hmm. meats. So it's uh, beneficial for muscle gain and uh, fat loss. So these are the things that we're, uh, you know, diving right into. Tanner, do you have anything? Not really. I guess just focusing more on my health, but I've been doing that for a while. So I think you guys have the, the, the better example. Yeah. Definitely. All right. 
Well, then I'll give another example. So the way I know about this quote is actually doesn't have to do with me searching or digging. This mm-hmm. quote, it's like one of the main quotes used in all of language learning communities. Mm-hmm. It's always the, you could have learned it yesterday, but guess what? Yeah. You didn't. So do it now mm-hmm. or, you know, get at it because learn, everyone knows that learning a foreign language is a task mm-hmm. that you have to sit down and do. It requires self-discipline. It requires requires getting at it. On top of that, there's a competency hump. Mm-hmm. So you're going to write at the beginning in the first you know, couple of weeks, you're going to feel like you're really getting at it. And then you're going to crest that hump of comp- competency. And you're going to see that you, there's a whole lot that you really just yeah. do not know. And so that's really hard for a lot of people. And a lot of people like to give up right there at the top of that hill because they can see how much there is more that they have to accomplish. And so in terms of like, um, learning a foreign language, there's the, uh, there's the European scale, which is pretty much standard for most people. It's a A1 through C2 scale. It's mm-hmm. A1, A2, uh, B1, B2, and C1, C2. Uh, it goes from A1 is basic, basic competency. Like I know some words and that's about it. Not a whole mm-hmm. lot of sentence structure. A2 is beginner. I can form sentences and uh, my vocabulary is struggling. Then you get into B2, that's uh, called intermediate. And intermediate, you you can use the language well, but you're not fluent. And then B2 is fluent. You know, you can use it functionally. It's um, And on top of that, you can dream in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll start getting dreams around the A2, uh, B1 hump. Um, but then you start having like full conversations in your head yeah. in a different language without thinking about it. And then you get into... Um, C1 and C2. C1 is proficient, which is like, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, taught in a foreign country. I've taught this language in a foreign country. Uh, C2 is native like fluency. So just being able to think, not have to think about your sentence structure, it just flows from you. So as far as that goes, it's very, very, you, you sit down and think about that. Well, in, in most cases, like I'm going to take the example of Italian. I started listening to an Italian learning podcast while I was at work a couple months ago, just for like comprehensive input purposes. Mm-hmm. So that way I can hear the sounds, hear how they speak. And so I think that puts me at like a higher A1, A2 level. I don't have a lot of vocabulary, don't have a lot of sentence structure because I also don't have a lot of practice. And I also kind of fell off doing that. Mm-hmm. I do want to get back to it. It's a very especially from English. It's a very easy language to pick up. And on top of that, since we took Spanish in high school for two years, it's a, it's very easy on that front too. So as far as like picking up a goal, that's, that's a goal. That's very, very like I've spent three, three and a half years learning how to learn Mm -hmm. a foreign language. It's, it's something that you have to do on your own. You're going to get a lot of advice from people, a lot of like things that work for them, but you have to find your own thing. And so I think relating that back to the quote, it's find the way that gets you started your way, not the way that everyone else gets started. And obviously everyone here is listening to our podcast, but you know, some people here are just here because they're 49ers and they Mm -hmm. found us through Uptown Audio. Some of us are, you know, here because they're friends of ours and they're listening and, you know, not everyone is listening to constant podcasts, but that's something that's very cool nowadays is it used to be if you wanted to learn something new, you had to go to university or school or someone who was already proficient Mm -hmm. and you almost had to pay them. Nowadays you have all these podcasts 
and you can dip your fingers and hands and toes into all these different things and learn about all these interesting things. Mm-hmm. I have just this wealth of knowledge inside of me, and I'm trying not to brag here, that I am only half confident of. <laughs> but it's enough to make me seem more intelligent than I am to like 99% yeah. of the people I meet. And I love to have these discussions about the things that I know and how I've interpreted them. And, you know, talk about how everyone else like interprets the same thing. And I think, think that that's very interesting. And so you have all this, um, all these resources here. All you need to do is go out there and actually start messing around with it. I can't really relate to having a goal of something that I've been really trying to learn lately, except for my four subjects that I'm learning right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one thing I can definitely relate overall to, to the, the deeper meaning of this quote is regret. Regret is one of the worst feelings that you can have and it can haunt you for the rest of your life. I think that most people, us included, don't want to die with lots of regret because it really can haunt you. So minimizing that is one of the, I think one of the best things for your mental health, whether it comes to darn, I wish I made this on a assignment so I could have a higher grade so I could have a higher GPA to get into this program or I wish I would have done out went out with these people so I could make more friends or not missed out on this experience. Well, I mean, also like in a personal level, like I've ended relationships and regret. And I mean, I'm not just talking about, you know, the, the ones where you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, I'm talking about personal like friendships and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and, you know, I'm just like, well, I wish I had done X, Y, or Z. And then I think about it. I'm like, well, I had been thinking about doing X, Y, or Z the whole time I knew him. I just didn't do it, you know? Yeah. And, the thing is, is at some point you got to realize that you shouldn't wait on tomorrow because tomorrow's forever away. You know, you'll never get to tomorrow. There's right now, right, right in this moment. Um, there was a wonderful movie uh, called The Yes Man in which this guy is told that he can only say yes for a year. And his life goes from like this uh, crappy little like he, he was making no money. He was going through some monotonous job. There was no opportunities for him. And all he had to do was say yes for a year. and every, Everything that was asked of him, he said yes. And he met some amazing people. He got some wonderful opportunities. He met the love of his life by only saying yes. And I don't recommend doing this because <laughs> it, it, it is somewhat of a comedy movie, but yeah. it's very interesting to see just how that worked out for him. Because I feel like something we do a lot of is we go, well, I don't necessarily understand if I'd enjoy that. Or we go, well, I'm worried that I'm going to be singled out because I'm doing X, Y, or Z. But I think that, I mean, first off, our culture is a lot more accepting nowadays. And second off, I think that it's a lot more important that you at least try to do something you're interested in and then make the judgment afterwards. I liked how you mentioned uh, relationships. I think that applies very well to this quote, how basically relationships are like a tree. They don't grow overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to spend time nurturing it and giving it the vital nutrients and sunlight it needs to grow strong and tall. And so by Starting now with a new relationship with someone you'd like to have a relationship with by having those core principles and having a healthy relationship from the start and the base of the trunk of the tree really results in a prosperous long-term relationship. I love, the goals. I love that idea of time, you know, because yeah. I feel like in our digital age, we kind of have this, oh, well, it's going to come right, real, quite, real quick and it's going to be yeah. really fast and instantaneous. And it's not like that. That's not how life works. It takes years. Right. The thing about it, too, is if you look at it from a uh, perspective, uh, the quote inherently assumes that you're introspective. You, you think about, you regard your own time well enough to where you say, 
that's going to take a long time, right? So you have to, the quote thinks about that already and says, don't let you thinking about what you've done wrong, get in the way of you doing what is right for yourself. And so, and then in relation to the, like the concept of time, and especially like in the modern age, everything happens so quickly. Everything happens very, very fast. And the thing about it is, is that time is the only dimension that we as humans can perceive that cannot change. Yeah. We can move up, down, forward, backwards, every which way. We can't move through time. The only, the only way is forward. Don't, don't trip over what's behind you. Keep going and, and do it to the best of your ability. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you really enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next time. See ya. See ya.